0: Gamers, this is Lamer Travis and Rowdy 5000 for the Lamer Gamers Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to put on our 10 gallon hats, hop on a wily set of badoofs, and lasso up the ridiculous amount of news this week, uh, including Sony's state of play, uh, Nintendo brings back the Nintendo Direct from its grave after 530 days. Dumb. Uh, yeah, Rowdy will take his Bidoof and tame it. While talking about the Pokemon Presents that happened February 26th, Game Pass, PS Now News, both of those things, is coming in hot. PlayStation, Xbox. Play, PlayStation Plus. Whatever. I always get it wrong. <laughs> I always get it wrong. Uh, all right. <laughs> Xbox is going to give us all the frames per second now. EA might have given up on games as a service and everyone applauded. And then there's another politician trying to blame video games on societal ills. We'll end the show with a special bonus points where we asked a bunch of lamers on Twitter and Discord, How would you change the Nintendo eShop? I think uh, Rowdy was having a rough week with it, right? Oh, dude, it's awful. Ugh. Yeah, so we, we got to fix things. We need to help our brave little toaster console and give them suggestions. All this and more coming up on the Lamer Gamers Podcast. All right, time to cue the
1: music. Now, before I press the start button on the news, if you like what we're doing, don't forget to press up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start. Then, like and subscribe when you're a current podcast provider. Also, check out at LamerGamersCast on Twitter and share the show with the lamer you know. Now, let's start with the news roundup.
0: Wait a second. Hold up. I'm not doing the news break just yet. I'm going to go ahead and rip off this uh, proverbial band-aid. We're going to do uh, something.
1: I know. What band-aid are we talking about? The proverbial
0: ones. Not real (laughs) band-aids. All right. We're going to do something on this show that we've never done before. Lamer of the week is first. Because I can't take it. God. (sighs) All right, guys. Politics alert. Unfortunately, (laughs) there is a gaming news that is forcing Rowdy and myself to talk about politics again. Because uh, scapegoats. They like goats. Yeah. Yeah. Politicians love their goats, especially scapegoats when they can have them. And, well, the latest scapegoating politician is the Illinois state representative, Marcus Evans Jr., is apparently trying to blame video games on their own failure in curbing violent crimes in Chicago. Now, that is very slanted. I will admit, right? Like, yeah, I'm being very... Anyway, (laughs) so... (laughs) I'm going to read this from Polygon, and we're going to talk about why it's the lamer of the week, because they're obviously going after video games here. But uh, according to Polygon, let's say an Illinois legislator is looking to ban the sale of all violent video games in the state. Now, it's not just Chicago where the issue is, right? But all violent video games. All violent video games. Not just a particular one we're about to talk about. And if you look up news articles, too, on this, they're, they very much focus on one game in particular, and you'll see why in a minute. Now, according to amendments that would adjust a 2012 law, which basically kept retail, retailers from selling certain violent games to minors, which, I mean, we all know what the ESRB is also, right? And that's not stopping many people from getting those games. <laughs> but... <clears throat> these documents were filed uh recently by mr evans in response to an increase in carjackings and violent crime in chicago now house bill 3531 would prevent the sale of all violent video games in the state uh that is defined by this is in quotations in the bill. Allows a user or player to control a character within the video game that is encouraged to perpetuate human-on-human violence in which the player kills or otherwise causes serious physical or psychological harm to another human or animal. Okay, so that, that's the first part, right? Now, elsewhere in the amendment... They have amended or changed the definition of serious physical harm to include carjacking because that was not in the language at first. And the reason is there's a spike in carjacking going on in Chicago. There were 218 incidents reported to the police in just January, according to the Chicago Sun-Times, which is bonkers. Right? <laughs> now, let me ask you a question, Rowdy. Okay. I know they've re-released GTA 5 a whole bunch, but did they re-release it again in January? Um, I don't think so. I mean, when
1: whenever I got my PS5, I'm pretty sure I was able to automatically start playing GTA 5 cuz okay. I owned it you... on GTA 4.
0: I was um, just making sure. Like, I I couldn't remember. What game's released in January? Did anything really come out in January that would have caused this spike in violent crime?
1: Not that I could think of.
0: Oh, well. Okay. Well, that's who they're pretty much targeting there whenever they go with carjacking and things like that. If you look at all the more clickbaity headlines, that's pretty much what they start with instead of actually telling you what's in the bill where it says all violent video games just they're going after grand theft auto five well oh yeah (laughs) yeah so i decided i wanted to look and see okay well we we know there are studies out there that have shown that video games do not connect to increased violence in society um well i wanted to take a look at um How has one violent crimes, has it gone up since there has been this outcry to uh, make video games less violent and have less access to those? And then I also wanted to look specifically at carjacking, which was a little bit harder to do. I had to find it through vehicle theft. And so I pulled up and I told Rowdy, I'm I'm sorry, Rowdy, I have all the statistics there.
1: So, um... I don't want to be too picky, but <laughs> car theft and car jacking are, are a little bit separate different. Separate things. Like, car jacking
0: is literally yanking somebody out of a car so, that they're that's already where, in and stealing it. That's where this is a bit of an issue. Um, and there is a little bit of a disconnect if you're looking at the statistics behind it. This is from FBI.gov. Um, gotcha. And uh, this is... I managed to find a place where they took all the statistics for fbi.gov and put them all in one place. Um so in general when we look at violent crime and I, by the way I picked 1990 um as a starting year not before that because games weren't s- <laughs> when did Mortal Kombat come out? Right? It was 92, the 90s 293. Yeah. That's so the- that's when the ESRB came around was because of Mortal Kombat. Right. So that's when you really started hearing it. I mean, there's not a lot of people that were thinking that Pac-Man is going to cause all the cherries in the produce section to be taken out, right? There weren't anybody going around, <laughs> you know, drop-kicking each other because of Pong. So, you know, <laughs> tennis courts were not having these massive, like, um, battle royales in the center of it. So, you know, 90 seems about right. When games were graphically... Uh, good enough to where you could associate these violent things with real life. But... All right, all right. I I just looked it up. Mortal Kombat came out in
1: 1992. Okay. And because of Mortal Kombat, the ESRB was created in 1994. Um, I take it back. It was multiple games. Um, Mortal Kombat, Night Trap, and Doom were the reasons the
0: ESRB was created. Gotcha. So... I didn't really put it in there for Doom, but I focused on Grand Theft Auto 5 or Grand Theft Auto 3 and up because 1 and 2 were not as realistic. 3 and up are uh, third-person games where you follow them in, in real life. I think a oh, 2D yeah. game is a little bit harder to pull that. But uh, So I focused on basically the year that followed directly after the game release, because the Grand Theft Auto games tend to release in October or November to catch all the Christmas money. Because Santa is all about giving your children stockings full of um, violent, violent video crimes. Games. Yeah, <laughs> Don't give your... By the way, as an aside, we've talked about it before. I'm actually not a huge fan of the game. Don't let your children play Grand Theft Auto. But anyway. I, I'm a huge uh, fan of the game. And I still say don't let your yeah, kids play Grand Theft Auto. Good lord. Anyway. So... In general, violent crime has actually gone down since 1990 from 732 crimes, now these are violent crimes, per 100,000 people, down to 379.4 violent crimes per 100,000 people in 2019. If you look at the years that directly followed the release of Grand Theft Auto 3 and 4, so 2001 which would be looking at the year in 2002 and 2008, those rates didn't rise from it. So, right. so
1: I don't want to be nitpicky again, but mm-hmm. in between Grand Theft Auto three and Grand Theft Auto four, there was also Grand Theft Auto Vice city and
0: Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So either way, <laughs> there wasn't a rise now. There was, however, a rising uh, rate of violent crime in 2013 after Grand Theft Auto 5, but it actually never got higher than the levels that were in 2010. Uh, they actually leveled out uh, in, this, in 2019 to a similar rate to what we see in 2013. But I'm using a lot of numbers, right? Well, yeah. carjacking is a violent crime. However, it's not... I couldn't drill down the data to where I could get specifically that. But I also looked at vehicle theft, which is the closest thing I can really get to, which is an even worse example of comparing it to grand theft auto five or any of the grand theft auto games, uh, where they have the rates of vehicle theft since grand theft auto three has released were at 432.9 cases per 100,000 people. After Grand Theft Auto released, and nowadays, right? So, Grand Theft Auto released 432 per 100,000. Nowadays, it's 219.9 per 100,000. So, they've actually significantly dropped since the 3D Grand Theft Auto games have come out. So, I'm trying to gather the logic here, other than they just don't want a representation of it, which I can understand that, but. I feel like there's an insinuation that this is somehow going to solve the problem by getting rid of a game from the past. doesn't make <laughs> sense to me. So well, what happens to you if you sell this game and you are in Illinois? Well, they charge you a thousand bucks. Okay. Well, what happens? And I have some questions, right? Does this affect Amazon or other online retailers? I I didn't I wouldn't think it would, right? How uh, do you how do you yeah. even enforce that? Like this is a law they're making, but how the heck do they enforce it? Who,
1: yeah, do you do you remember? Uh, it was so long ago. I don't know if I'll be able to pull it up. But like there was that text I sent you that told you how many times or or how many uh, 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 politicians had tried to ban violent video games. Oh yeah. And this was, this was like well in the like
0: five digits. So that doesn't even bother me as much as trying to ban something from events that are not chronologically connected is more of the issue. It's, you know, trying to, you know, it's going back years where it doesn't even make a logical connection. So, I had a thought, you know, what if this starts a trend where other video games are banned due to events that are even connected to it? So, uh, yeah, we, uh,
1: started looking up different events and, uh, we may have found some. Oh, no!
0: (laughs) Have a news flash oh rowdy we spoke too soon yeah it tends to happen with us oh man okay guys we are getting reports fresh off the press that the queen of england herself has decided she needs to rein in those rowdy colonies of hers those are those are my colonies by the way actually i think she's just referencing america oh okay yeah. <laughs> uh but anyway Because of those squirrely Americans who keep, you know, launching fireworks every 4th of July and celebrating their, quote unquote, independence. Uh, She has decided to impose a fine for everybody, anybody, selling the game Assassin's Creed 3. (laughs) And if you know what that is, that's the joke. (laughs) Look it up those pesky revolutionists <laughs> those pesky revolutionaries trying to start uh republican democracy all right okay well uh, i got that out that news flashes out of our system uh, i guess it's time to go ahead and get started with the lamer gamers news roundup it's time for the lamer gamers news roundup Brought to you by one. Alright guys, so, now that I've gotten all that anger out of my system, it's time for some happy news. I've been trying to start the show with happiness, Rowdy. Remember, know, we're supposed know, to enjoy ourselves this season. The, uh, the, 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 lamer, the Lamer of
1: the Week normally goes to the end, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna get to everybody's comments, but we had to get that out of the way
0: first. All right. Well, let's talk about something good for once. Uh, so, good news: EA is uh, is starting to give up some of its ways. I was about to say evil ways, but I felt like that'd be too grumpy. But yeah. so, they have decided that they are going to change Dragon Age from being a games as service game, which we you know we all love, right? Ugh, we all love games as service. You know when they microtransaction a game to death. Uh, so now, it is going to be a single-player RPG uh, from Bloomberg. They said that they have pivoted uh, their next game that in the Dragon Age series. Uh, because originally, EA had basically told them to use multiplayer components. This is all, of course, this is a huge news article. But this is according to people familiar with the matter, which I always love, right? but the move is a significant shift for redwood city california based ea which they said which has pretty much pushed for all their games uh, to be monetized beyond the release so what's happened is that they they saw two games recently in what they did they had star wars jedi fallen order which released it did really well there were Ten million players in the first four months. They didn't go big time with any multiplayer or like extra monetization uh, things. Dude, and that, ga- that
1: game was awesome.
0: Yeah, it, it, I still need to play it. It's on Game Pass. It's been updated for the Series X. So, so real things. quick, it probably wouldn't be a game that
1: you would want to finish, but it's definitely one you should check out just because, you know, the EA battlefront games star wars battlefront games Mm -hmm. like i was so excited for those games i played the first battlefront for 45 minutes and instantly took it back to gamestop the (laughs) day it was released not even joking i hated it and ea put their stink all over Star Wars. (laughs) so i was like i don't know if i even yeah it it was it was a stink man (laughs) like i didn't i didn't know if i wanted to play jedi fallen order Um, And I I actually waited quite some time to play it. Um, And then it turns out it was a really good game. It was a single-player game.
0: I just imagine (laughs) opening up like a game cartridge from GameStop and you just get hit by a smell of EA. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they saw that game, which did really great, really good. And then they had Anthem. Ooh. Which, news, by the way. Uh, they We talked about our last podcast, how they were going to decide if Anthem was going to stay or go. And, well, it's gone. So, it did really bad. The game had some major uh, issues with the gameplay loop. It did not go so well. So... <laughs> They have changed their minds on what's going on with their stuff to basically stop this long-term monetization with all of their games. Because uh, they saw this, and they also blame uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which had... Now, I played some Mass Effect Andromeda. So Did it have a whole lot of ma- multiplayer into it? I didn't get into that. No,
1: where, where they messed up with Mass Effect Andromeda was pushing it out too early uh, uh-huh. Because there was so much hype behind it. Because Mass Effect, the original trilogy, is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, sci-fi video game series ever. Um, so they really wanted to push it out because there was this nostalgia for Mass Effect. Well, I say nostalgia, but, I mean, it, it was the, it was supposed to be the start of yeah. a new trilogy. Um, so they tried pushing it out before it was ready. It was crap. And... <laughs> they weren't able to fix everything fast enough and then they just kind of gave up on it because they were pushing for anthem well uh, and everybody everybody that was working on mass effect andromeda got pushed over to anthem and we saw what happened with that game as well
0: well you know i think it's the thing too you know different uh popular things in video games or just in society in general right um i feel like there should be a meme We live in a society. Oh, don't Uh, get me started. I know, sorry. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, it's kind of this pendulum, right, where things go a certain way and then they go the other way. And we've been at this Battle Royale monetization pendulum that was, it's gotten so overdone that people are looking for this escape into single player games. And that's actually what's going really big lately, are games that are a solo experience that have a lot of adventure, maybe, or a great storyline. Um, I really wish we could get this message out to Square Enix. Ugh. Because they screwed up with Marvel's Avenger. And yeah. I'm scared about what they're doing with, uh, with their Final Fantasy VII Remake Battle Royale game, which makes no sense.
1: So... Real quick, with that one, though,
0: at least that is a cell phone game. <laughs> don't you guys have phones? I mean, don't you guys have phones? I mean, don't you have a phone in your pocket? Sure.
1: But no, like, so, uh,
0: EA messing with Star
1: Wars and stuff like that, it was uh, it was awful. It was the way they were messing with everything, but yeah, we're we were talking about with Square Enix, when, when Crystal Dynamics started making the Avengers game, like, it sounded awesome. The videos they were showing was awesome. Everything sounded great. But then Square Enix came in and was like, hey, games <laughs> is guys, service,
0: guys. You sure, you just try a little bit. You'll like it. Um, oh, that was creepy voice. All right, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, hey, some good news from the uh, Xbox backwards compatibility team. Uh, Because they have a whole team that works on backwards compatibility for the series consoles. Not to be confused with the non-chronologically ordered consoles uh, called the Xbox Originals 1 360. The numbers are all weird. But speaking of numbers and increasing numbers, they are going to have uh, frames per second boost on old games. So you are going to start seeing games pop up. That were coded in at 30 frames per second, but now they have worked some magical voodoo goodness in the system to allow certain games to be 60 frames or even 120 frames per second without any work from the developer. So I wanna try and throw an idea out there. Uh oh. So, like, let let's say we
1: take like an Xbox 360 game. Like, let's say I wanna start up the original Red Dead Redemption. How hard, in theory, because I don't know, uh, would it be to make that... Could you make that game, like,
0: I don't know, more
1: than 120 frames per second?
0: Uh, Probably not beyond too much. I mean, you could technically probably code it for 144 because that is a normal uh, monitor spec. But 120 is where most things are going to cap off. And the way this is working... I don't know with that kind of game. So they are focusing on Xbox One games first, right? But what's happening is they have made a method through their DirectX 12, I believe. So I'm going to get to where I'm kind of paraphrasing a lot of stuff and trying to explain it in a way that makes sense without getting too nerdy about it. But um, the leftover horsepower that's available, they have figured out a way to where they can calculate what's going on in the next frame and post it up on the screen before the one after it comes up and the game itself like the game's code still thinks it's in 30 frames per second because a lot of games their uh physics are connected to the frames per second so if you had a racing game that was 30 frames per second and then you forced it to be 60 well things would go wild Right, everything would be getting double the amount, so they have to trick the game code into basically playing at the old speed, but they're presenting more on the screen than you would expect. Um, so it's really crazy, like voodoo trickery, to be honest. Um, I'm I'm gonna need it to go up to <laughs>
1: 1,080 frames per second. I want to play. I don't know uh uh super mario 2 at 1080 frames per second
0: there is a certain point where it's imperceptible to the eye rowdy i don't know with, what that point is with ray trace, with double ray tracing double ray tracing <laughs> that would be full trace <laughs> path tracing that's the term i'm thinking of uh, <laughs> all right so right now there's only a couple games but they're going to start adding more far cry 4 is now 60 frames per second. New Super Lucky's Tale is 120. Sniper Elite Ugh. 4. Yeah, now the games are really kind of dumb, to be honest. <laughs> They're not the best games in the world. Uh UFC, 4 was pretty good. Yeah, I heard, I heard it's good. The Digital Foundry people were geeking out about it in their test on this. Uh, UFC 4, which is apparently a garbage game, but it's now... Sixty frames per second. It's six, 60 full frames of garbage flying at you, <laughs> and Red Bull, uh, <laughs> Monster Energy drinks, uh, and tie kicks or something. What what headbutts? Thinking of it. anyway. And Watch Dogs Two is now sixty frames per second. Now they they said they picked them because they were popular among fans, but it changes the games quite a bit so in the future you're going to start seeing instead of just seeing the auto hdr which auto hdr is stupid cool for a nerd like me but (laughs) it'll also start showing fps boost they just don't show it yet but it's happening just promise we we promise you that you're getting more frames we promise it's really happening (laughs) all right but yeah so that that's some fancy news and speaking of some more fancy news rowdy will be happy about this man i actually really am uh i'm actually excited and not so excited about this so the playstation 5 is finally gonna get a storage upgrade capability it's pretty cool because right now it's limited right how much do you have left on your system
1: right now I don't know how much I have left. It can't be much, but like, so they, they say it's what an 825 gigabyte hard drive. Well, then you have what set aside for, uh, uh, firmware updates and things like that. And then you have, I mean, there, there's been even more that they've kind of dialed back. So basically you have about 600, what is it? 667, there it is. 667 gigabytes, pretty much, uh, of space that you get on there. And I've had to delete some games so that I could put stuff on there. Um, Now, I was thinking about plugging up an external drive so that I could play PS4 games on it because you could play PS4 games on an external drive, just not PS5 games. Gotcha. Um, So, let's see. What is this from? Bloomberg? The Bloomberg. Yeah. They're all over lately. Yeah, it says Sony is preparing to open up its PlayStation 5 for internal storage upgrades this summer lifting a bottleneck that prevents games from having more than a few marquee or sorry preventing gamers from having more than a few marquee games on their console at one time so like on the back of your ps5 the there's there's the slot where you could tell where an m.2 drive is gonna go um, so I'm super excited because I'm gonna have more space yeah I'm and this not is not super. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I'm not super excited to see how much that M.2 drive is going to (laughs) cost. Oh, it's going to be bad. Because, I mean, I've looked at some decently priced M.2 drives, but the problem is, like, which ones are going to be compatible with it? Now, hopefully, Sony has learned from the PlayStation Vita not to try and make a proprietary card. You uh, mean like what Xbox did? Dude, it's still not as bad as what (laughs) Sony did. Like, dude, you had to pay like $200 for a 64 gigabyte card. 64
0: gigabytes for like $200. I still kind (laughs) of miss memory cards, though, to be honest. (laughs) But so this is going to happen this summer. There hasn't been an official date yet. But this also comes with an uh, improvement for cooling fan speeds uh, to make That's sure cool. that this does not overheat. Because a little known secret about M2 cards or really any SSD hard drive is they hot, basically. Dude, I have an, external, in SSD. Terms. I have an external
1: SSD that I use um, for a lot of recording and stuff like that. And if you leave that thing plugged in, like it will get hot sitting there.
0: <laughs> it, and so i love that they everybody loves to mention this game whenever they're talking about storage space the latest call of duty game needs 133 gigabytes of installation space yeah yeah dude. Uh, i got a solution for that but i'm not going to say it don't download it I wasn't going to say it, and I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy did. All right, that, that's all. I, I think I'm done talking. I think it's time for Rowdy to tell us about some uh, some states.
1: Yeah, Ben. So uh, State of Play came out. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Sony's PlayStation State of Play. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if that's how they word it.
0: The uh, State sure. of Play. The, the Play, Sony Direct. Y-
1: yes, it's PlayStation's Direct. Um, it came out. And guys, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty underwhelmed. Uh, being the resident Sony fanboy for the Lamer Gamers, I should have been more excited about this. I was just and whelmed.
0: I had no clue what they were talking about. I wasn't under or over.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. Like There were some, there were some good uh, uh, announcements for some people out there, just <laughs> not for me. Uh, so the first thing they talked about were the PS5 enhancements for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So I don't know if you've seen anything about Crash Bandicoot 4, but it's been a long time since an actual numbered Crash Bandicoot game came out. And this one picks up, uh, apparently exactly where, uh, Crash Bandicoot 3 left off. So this came out, I want to say last year for PlayStation, uh, It it might have come out for other consoles. I don't know. Uh, I didn't really pay much attention. Not a big Crash fan. But basically, this bumps it to, what is it, uh, 60 frames per second, native 4K, blah, 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 blah. All that fancy tech stuff that Travis loves.
0: You know, I honestly (laughs) think that 2021 is not the year of new gaming consoles. It's the year of patches. Yeah, that see that. They keep pushing things back, and everybody's just like, all oh, these old games play better. That's about <laughs> it. That's the news well, uh, lately.
1: Like, don't get me wrong. It looked good. Uh, it's just Crash Bandicoot's not my type of game. But if you like Crash Bandicoot, check out the PS5 version because uh, it's going to have all the pretty stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next thing on there was uh, a new game called Returnal. Yeah. Um, it's a psychological type third-person shooter. Uh, the easiest way I could describe this is think of Bill Murray's Groundhog's Day. Oh no! Mixed with Control. You know the big third-person game that came out. Was it last year? Year before? Not I don't a know. Control's Hogs a huge Day game. game. Yeah, it's it's a Groundhog's Day type. Um, what do they call it? Roguelike game. Uh, A third-person shooter. Uh, You crash onto this planet, but then it turns out this planet is, like, inside your head. 100% not sure where the story's going, but basically every time you die, uh, the map changes, uh, the enemies change, the number of enemies change, uh, so uh, don't die. (laughs) I'll try not to. (laughs) Next was uh, Sifu. An intense kung fu experience coming in 2021, and that's about all I'd be able to tell you about it. I kind of zoned out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was next?
0: Uh, That's excellent journalism. (laughs) We don't claim to be journalists, so that's
1: even more. Dude, (laughs) it it didn't look. It looked like it might have been like an online like multiplayer. (laughs) Eh, I didn't. I didn't Eh. pay much attention Eh. to it. Uh, The next one sounded okay. Uh, This one's called Knockout City. The Dodge Brawl Capital of the World. They showed this on the Switch one, too. So, this game actually looks kind of cool. Think Dodgeball mixed with Splatoon.
0: You remember it's Super just, Dodgeball, which I made you play on a stream? I love Super Dodgeball. Super Dodgeball is awesome. I hope it's like Super Dodgeball in 3D. Have you, have you seen the videos of this game? Yeah. They look kind of
1: cool. It looks crazy, man. It's it's a game that wouldn't have my attention for more than a day, though. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> Unless we, you know, <laughs> formed an epic dodgeball team rowdy, but it would have to be cross play.
1: Okay. Uh, so the next one Journey Inside the Ultra Void with new Solar Ash gameplay. So Solar Ash is made by the people who did Hyperlight Drifter. Um,. This game is very stylized. Lots of pretty colors. I like it. <laughs> very descriptive. Um, it's a it's this crazy kind of platformer kind of thing where you look like you're surfing across the clouds, and uh, it's I I'm, imagine Hyperlight Drifter, but in 3D basically. Okay, I, mean, I think I've pretty seen much this. The, yeah, the best way I could describe that one. Uh, then, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> First gameplay revealed for Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Wow! Uh, I'm pretty sure this one is a VR game. It might be able to be played both ways. Hey, but, aren't they going to uh, have PSVR like a new one next year? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't talk about that. I thought they were. Yeah. They yeah. didn't talk about it though. They just want you uh, to but, know that
0: they're going to have it. It's going to have one cable.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's the funny thing about it. Oh, just just one cable this time.
0: Yeah. I I didn't play with the last
1: one. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, it's another Five Nights at Freddy's game. It's first person. uh, They chase you around. They try and kill you. I mean, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. What do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next! Oddworld Soulstorm arrives on PS4 and PS5 April 6th. So, I don't know if you've ever played any of the Oddworld games, but they've been around since PS1. Um, they're pretty weird games, man. Like, it's kind of this comedic, satire, post-apocalyptic, hunger games, dystopia. It's all those rolled into one. Uh, you mean what we're <laughs> living in right now? <laughs> pretty much. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you play as Abe again, um, who you play in most of the Oddworld games, and um, you're trying to save... I forget what his people are called, but you're trying to save a bunch of them from uh the evil overlords. And uh it's pretty crazy, man. Imagine Lemmings mixed with Oddworld. That sounds kind of fun, it, actually.
0: Well, cause they'll show, play they'll show
1: different um <laughs> they'll show different parts of the game where um you have to sneak all these people through. So, like say there's a guard that's you know, walking back and forth and you have, I don't know, six, seven, eight people following you. Um, One of the parts they showed was this guard had turned around, so Abe moved in with all these people, They pushed a button, and every single one of them jumped in lockers up against the wall, and then the security guard walked past them all, didn't even see them, got all the way to the other side, they all hopped out and started walking again. So it's, uh, I mean, it's part Metal Gear Solid, it's part Lemmings, it's it's all kind of stuff, man. Um I still don't want to play it. <laughs> what you got next? Uh, uh Kenna,
0: Bridge of Spirits. Um That doesn't I mean, sound very like well constructed. It's Seems like you'd you, fall right through.
1: I mean, you play as a character, you fight, it looks pretty. Uh, next! <laughs> <laughs> um so this next game is actually kind of growing on me.
0: Uh, Isn't
1: this next game a Bethesda game? Yes. So this is a Bethesda game. This was so what was funny is this got announced as a PlayStation timed exclusive. Um and then not long, maybe a few months after that is when Microsoft announced they had acquired Bethesda. Well, that's a giant contract they're not able to renege on right now.
0: Yeah, dollar dollar Bill Gates uh, throwing his money bags around.
1: Dude, Uh, but Deathloop, um, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's made by the same uh, uh, crew that did the Dishonored games because it has a lot of that same style as Dishonored. Um, but it's like a real fast, first-person type shooter. Um, it's also a, has Groundhog's Day mechanics, which I hate. Um, for those of you who... I, I always call it Groundhog's Day mechanics, but it's any game where you die and start over again. Yeah. So like you, you, you could still progress in the game, even though you die over and over again. Man, like arcades are do Day. so well nowadays if they were popular oh yeah with these kind of games game um but this game death loop so uh there's a certain amount of assassins you have to kill i think it's eight um and they all have these different areas that that they're kind of the boss over so you have to like sneak in and around all of their goons uh, or you could go in guns blazing um but while all this is going on, there is another assassin who's trying to kill you as well. So it's like three different teams, basically, going against each other all at once. Um, this, this game actually is kind of growing on me a little bit. At first, like when, when I saw that Groundhog's Day mechanics, uh, I was out. Because I'm normally out with those kind of games. But uh, we'll see, man. Uh, and then the last... Thing they announced on here was the Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade arrives on PS5, June 10th, 2021.
0: Sounds like a Capcom um, game. <laughs> Alpha Turbo! So,
1: so basically, what the Intergrade part means is uh, an upgrade to PS5. So if you own Final Fantasy VII Remake right now, uh, you get to upgrade to the PS5 version for free.
0: So, w- um, wait a second. There's no new game here. Well. It's just like business speak for an upgrade.
1: So, basically. Oh. But I see what they're trying to do here. Make so, money? Part, part of the intergrade is there's a new episode added on to it. So, Ah, you get to play as new characters in a new add-on DLC type intergrade, I guess is what you would call it. Sure. So, here's the kicker. So, it's it's a free upgrade to PS5 if you already own it. So, in March or April, I forget which one, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to be free on PlayStation Plus. But it's yeah. the PS4 version. No. So well, I mean, there's only the PS4 version out right now, anyways. Uh, but it will but, be a free upgrade later. No. What? Uh-huh. Unless okay, so unless you bought the game, it will not be a free upgrade. Now, let's uh, let's go back to the top here. I feel like, like I all... need spreadsheets.
0: <laughs> exactly. I have exactly. to take notes.
1: So, back to the top here. If you own Final Fantasy VII Remake or you buy Final Fantasy VII Remake right now, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version when it comes out. If you only play the free version... They don't give you the good stuff. ...that's on PS4, you do not get to upgrade to the PS5 version.
0: Got it. Makes sense? It does now. <laughs> mostly i still don't know what ps plus and ps now is exactly and you don't need to explain it to me another time i'm never P- ps plus ps plus is uh
1: games with no ps plus yes G- games
0: with gold ps now is game pass but not as good
1: well they're basically the same
0: yeah hey <laughs> is that it with state of play <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's super uh, underwhelming. I'm sorry. I didn't pay much attention to it. And I wasn't <laughs> going to rewatch it.
0: Well, I think it's time to talk about the <laughs> Nintendo
1: Direct. How did you feel? Oh, hang on. Wait. Travis, Uh, I think we might have some breaking news here. <gasps> Newsflash city of Los Angeles has created a new zoning law that immediately ceases all sales of Animal Crossing, citing the game glorifies gentrification. We tried to reach no. out to Tom Nook, but somehow ended up buying a house on a deserted island instead.
0: That's sneaky Tom Nook. Every time I go to talk to him, I have to make my house bigger. You end up I mean, I have remodeled my house a lot. You end up with a new loan every time, man. It's crazy. I've gone... That is one sneaky. It's not a raccoon. Right?
1: He's,
0: he's a tanuki. He's a tanuki. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like a, All right, it's, so it's a raccoon dog. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I actually thought the Nintendo Direct was decent. So uh, okay. On. So I, I need you uh-huh. to
1: explain something for me, though. So yes, I will. They say it's the first Nintendo
0: Direct in over a year. It's the first major Nintendo Direct. Everything else has been like a mini or a indie thing that the official account on Twitter that's unofficial, of course, that has determined how many days it has been since the last Nintendo Direct has said that it was 530 days. I hate people. I, yeah, people <laughs> are dumb, but anyway, so this is apparently the first real direct. The uh, other ones were fakers. Okay. But yeah, so I was actually pretty hyped. They started out with, uh, I don't know if they started out with Splatoon three, but that's what I put first. Splatoon three, Anarchy version, wastelands and stuff. I'll get an arrow that shoots ink and I fly in on an espresso machine, Rowdy.
1: Dude. I'm actually more excited about the little like, character thing you can make.
0: Oh, there's a little fish dude yeah. that comes with you. I forgot what they're called. Uh, they're the salmon things. <laughs> I just want to call them chum buckets. Um, that's not their name, but you get a little buddy that comes around with you, and I think he actually is part of your uh, team later on. But it looks really cool. Now, I will say the city, they're like, oh, look at this, grand new city. The city sucked. It was really bland, Duh. to be honest. Uh, they're trying to do this like desert wasteland thing, and everything's cool except I thought the city was just really kind of boring.
1: I'm just glad that they're finally latching onto this po- post apocalyptic, like a uh, uh, story. Oh yeah, that's kind of it's it's been there the whole time. Absolutely, but they're really embracing it now.
0: Well, so what happened was there was Chaos versus, I think, Order was the last Splatfest event, and Chaos won. Okay, so that makes so, sense now. Yeah, so I was Team Chaos, because it involved punk rock aesthetics, and it had punk rock aesthetics. And it, <laughs> it had punk rock aesthetics, so I was all about that. And those, like, those so, are the
1: best sounding songs on the Splatoon soundtrack.
0: Absolutely. The oh. other one was like this weird cyberpunk thing and we all know how that went. Sorry everybody, you're going you're going to hear trains
1: in the recording. There's a train going Actually, by my apartment. Uh we'll see how your new mic
0: works out with this. Yeah, we'll see.
1: All right. Uh yeah, Splatoon 3, man. Uh so I'm not a huge fan of Splatoon, but I still play all of them. Uh so I mean, I'll be getting this one for sure. <laughs> oh, I saw
0: it and I was like, "Oh, well there's another 1000 hours of my life gone." Yeah, I'm not going to put that much time into it. I'll buy the... I love Splatoon. The you know why I love Splatoon 3, Rowdy? Why is that? Gyro controls. Of course you do. Yeah, I love it. these gyro controls. I just right. I just
1: realized like how much more upbeat this section sounds now that we've gotten a Nintendo. Oh, Those
0: Nintendo's... Th- now, the rest of this is not as good. I mean, some I of mean, it, not it is. Not all of it. It's, it's <laughs> probably better than State of Play. But the next thing is... I thought they were going to announce... I was a little disappointed. I thought they were going to announce something new with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But instead, they are adding Pyra and Mithra into Smash. Which I think it's a good character choice. Rowdy says no in I, his most eloquent way. I think it's poop. Yes. Uh, no, no, I thought that's a good character.
1: I love Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I just don't think that's a good character for
0: Smash. Who did you want in there? I don't know. Um... Kratos from Rex? God of War. That no, I mean from Xenoblade. Oh, uh, here fishy fishy. <laughs> that would actually be pretty entertaining just to have all the little uh, the nopon, oh all the little nopon dudes where they could switch out. Yes, I would be all about that.
1: Nopons, yeah, I I, 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 that's who I want in the <laughs> game now. Any nopon, yes.
0: I don't care who yes. it is. Me no me. uh somebody go out and start a petition at change.org Org. I just I just want a whole game based on the no yeah. that I would be cool with that <laughs> and it should be a grand theft auto reenactment no oh my no, god that would not, that would not work but it, it would strangely make sense because they're chaotic little monsters yeah that are all self-indulgent horrible beings yeah 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 yeah, it'd be anyway next up (laughs) mario golf super rush i was not expecting a mario golf game and there hasn't been one in almost 20 years now i will say i'm just going to immediately disappoint everybody and tell you yes it has motion controls but to make it not so disappointing you don't have to use them yes thank god yeah As much as I love gyro, I absolutely hate motion controls on the Switch. They do not work as well as they should. Uh, Now, what's interesting, I mean, there is the core Mario Golf, right? It's Mm -hmm. turned into like an RPG, too. Like, there's a, a Mario Tennis mode, basically, where there's this story that goes along with it. But you can now play Mario Golf with your friends without turns, and I think isn't I, think, that a lot I like, think it's
1: called rush mode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so basically like you get your, your, your ball
1: and then you start running to like yeah. get to your ball. Like you don't automatically like transport there like most golf games. You actually have to take off running towards it. So there'll probably be like um Attacks. They didn't show it, but there'll probably be power-ups and stuff to kind of uh stop the other people from getting there.
0: We'll we'll see. That's that's uh, that's my guess. To me, this seems dangerous. I mean, first of all, I, I, we probably, I, I'm worried that somebody might ban this game for any violence that happens on a golf course. That is true. But, but, <laughs> Pe- people do drink a little too much on golf courses. Yeah. And, and I could definitely see Waluigi trying to hide a body after he beats them with a the club. And think about all the animals they endanger on the golf course. That is true. Now, if somebody gets eaten by an alligator, that's on them. 'Cause alligators do live on golf courses in the ponds. At least out here. All right. Okay, so uh next up, I'm actually kind of interested in this. Stupid name, but I mean it, it's what it is. Project Triangle Strategy. I'm super excited. Now, granted, Octopath Traveler had some weird project name I don't remember beforehand. But it's by the Octopath Traveler people. Octopath Traveler was just called Project Octopath. Oh, okay. Now, I I did not... Towards the end of Octopath Traveler, I really got bored with the eight stories thing after a while. But it was a good game overall. Now, this is a strategy tactics game. I was about to say, it's got the strategery. Um, Yeah, yeah, it does have strategery. It has strategery. And it's all about this sort of uh, paper, rock, scissors thing to where one of your attacks does better against another one. It's pretty much Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem meets Octopath Traveler, basically.
1: Meets Final Fantasy Tactics. So the the triangle strategy thing... um, I don't know if you if you saw where it was talking about the choices that you can make in the game. Um, so apparently, like, so a lot of games out there, they're like, oh, you can make all these choices and it affects the game. But it never really does. Yeah. At least not that much. Apparently, uh, the main choices you make in this game completely branch the game off into different areas. So it sounds like I'm going to be putting a lot of time into this game.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> well, you know what game I'm not gonna put any time into? Uh the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword H D. Yeah. Should be called Disappointment Sword H D.
1: So what's funny is I really like how um AGI Anuma got up there and was like, uh yeah, we don't have any news on Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> sorry just, guys. Just, just, just straight up.
0: Just 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 no no. Ugh. Just
1: look, we don't have it. I'm sorry i bet but, they i bet they announced something at e3
0: right <laughs> if they even have e3 uh well they're mm, <laughs> all right well that's another disappointment but hey you know what's not disappointing wait wait hang on, hang on. so so skyward wait, wait, Sword uh i i went to
1: pre-order those controllers the uh skyward sword controllers they, I don't know if you they, saw those. they gone aren't they oh yeah they're gone uh and Maddie loves some controllers. I man, I mean, I do. I love controllers. But uh and, and don't get me started on this uh uh what what would I call it? Uh scalping mentality that people have now. <sighs> like how you you literally have to be there within seconds of something going on sale to get it. Ugh. Yep, man. But um so we we just we just, just going to not talk about the controls for Skyward Sword.
0: Rowdy, I pretty much <laughs> left the room when this part came on. Yeah, it it uses motion controls. Yeah,
1: but did you and see... And it's what?
0: got some wacky way of enacting them or deactivating them.
1: Yeah, if you don't use the motion controls, you use the right joystick to swing. Oh. <laughs> You're supposed to use the right
0: joystick for your freaking camera. So the thing that kills me is... Everybody was expecting Breath of the Wild 2 news, which is a game that is all about being out in the open and all these choices. And you could just... I know somebody that played that game for 200 hours without doing any of the story. Yeah. Then, what do they announce instead? The most closed-off, follow-this-freaking-tunnel game that's been Zelda. Now, I was annoyed by the gameplay, but I was doubly annoyed by the graphics on the original Wii were just super blurry and they were trying to do this hand painted design, which it looks better now. I will give them that.
1: But... I can remember no. being like Travis, I need you to hurry up and beat Skyward Sword yes, for I like two years.
0: This is like when I was trying to finish college and this game was killing me. It was like two years. Travis beat this game. I need to talk about it. He beat this hey Rowdy, I beat the game.
1: It, and we could finally talk about it and it wasn't that good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a letdown. I mean the ending was cool. Uh, don't get me wrong. There were some really really cool parts. But
1: it was a slog it was in to a tunnel. get there.
0: Yeah, it just <sighs> was not my thing. All, All right, right, Rowdy, next. tell me the next one, Fall Guys. is coming to the switch. That's good news. Dude, cool. Fall, Fall Guys is awesome, man. I love it. Yeah uh outer wilds coming to the switch now this is not outer worlds that's already on the switch outer wilds is basically groundhog's Groundhog's day Day. in space in space 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 (laughs) uh so next up famicom detective club i have no clue what this is but it's apparently an old game and there are some people that are really excited about it that's not it's
1: two games yeah.
0: There's there's two
1: Famicon detective clubs co- coming out and they're basically like storybook video games.
0: Yep. Next one, a terrible looking game, DC Superhero Girls, which has the art style of Superman 64, whoa, but their whoa, eyes whoa. look cold and dead. <laughs> it looks better than Mario, I mean th- than Superman 64. I Plus. don't know, man. It ugh. It still doesn't look like a the good game. The art style is what <laughs> I'm going at. I looked at them, and it was just like, how did I get Uncanny Valley weirdness out of a cartoon character? It's they like
1: somehow managed it. Uncanny Valley Bratz dolls wearing DC superhero costumes.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's go to something that's at least somewhat fun. mi is coming to the Switch. Super excited about this. Not yeah. excited about the price.
1: Oh, what is the price? I didn't this is a $50 game. Oh yeah, that I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken was like I don't know a twenty dollar game on the
0: 3ds when it originally came out. Yeah, it ain't worth fifty bucks. Uh, next up, Animal Crossing New Horizons gets Super Mario themed stuff. So it was supposed yeah. to be on the
1: update on the 25th. Uh, you get the Super Mario themed uh, wallpaper for your house, and I was super excited. I got the update i got the background and then you can't get the mario stuff until the first
0: cool not cool whatever (laughs) star wars hunters is next it's a squad-based multiplayer game that i'm not going to play they showed nothing about this game except a bunch of people shooting it wasn't gameplay it's like hey guys you want to play something that's kind of like fortnite maybe Maybe <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna just try to make it seem that way. Uh, next up, they showed Knockout City, which we already talked about. Uh, World's End Club. I did not. I don't remember that. Pay attention. Hades gets a retail
1: edition. Cool, you guys. You guys should play Hades. Another Groundhog's Day game that I actually enjoyed.
0: Yeah, Ninja Gaiden's getting a collection. It's the uh,
1: but it's the, it's the not the Ninja Gaiden for NES. The later 3D versions of Ninja Gaiden that were really freaking hard.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then finally, and there was some more stuff than that, but I mean, I looked on Nintendo's site and they were just like, oh, and there are more games. Wow." Um, There's DLC coming to Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which uh, I'm going to get to play. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Oh my I God. know. I need to play it.
1: Since since Breath oh. of the Wild two is not coming out, you need to play Age of Calamity.
0: Well, Nintendo was not uh, happy enough with just the Nintendo Direct, guys. I think it's time for Rowdy to tell us about all things Pokemon. But before we do that, oh, not again.
1: Newsflash! This report was handed to me directly from a Bidoof. Due to an increase in peeping toms in the suburbs, they are going to ban all Pokemon Snap games from their glorification of using cameras and picture-taking equipment.
0: That's getting really weird at this point. Like, that's a very esoteric, like, just kind of out-there choice. Man, they're just trying to ban all these ridiculous games, man. They're banning Pokemon Snap. Well... It's kind of strange that you can't buy it, because aren't they going to release a new one? Dude, I'm so excited about it. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually called New Pokemon Snap.
1: Oh, um, that oh, it's that naming system again. But I'm not 100% sure, because they just kept calling it Pokemon Snap today. Oh, uh, snap. Unless I was just so excited watching the footage, like I didn't see what it was actually called. Uh, I'm super excited about it, though. In the video, they, they went more in-depth of... The uh, of how you take the pictures, the things you could do. Like cause in the original one, did you ever play it on 64? Oh yeah. Okay, so you know how you could throw the you could throw the food out there to get them to do stuff, to take other pictures, to lure them out and stuff like that. So this time around, there's different types of food you could throw out. There's different types of um, orbs you could throw out to make them do other things. Uh It looks really cool, and I'm super excited about it, man. And just the gameplay they showed looked amazing so
0: a little in some ways it's a lot like the pokemon go but you take pictures dude i've had this game pre-ordered since they announced it (laughs) so there was actually a lot of pokemon news too it was just more than pokemon snap wasn't there yeah
1: so uh real quick they they talked about a lot of like in-game events and stuff that were coming up, like stuff happening within Sword and Shield, stuff happening in Pokemon Go, uh, stuff happening in Pokemon Cafe Mix, I think is
0: what it's called. Uh, That's uh, where
1: you eat the Pokemon. Yes. Actually, you you make drinks out of Pokemon and drink them. Like, Pokemon Coffee. (laughs) Mm, Yum. Uh, But I left all that out. Um, Oh, there was also, like... This annoying five-minute video where they went through the whole history of Pokemon from 1996 oh. to now. like As if we don't know that. We lived through that. They announced every game, every movie, and every year that a new version of the anime came out. And then, like, uh, 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 the Pokemon wa- uh, um, step counter and all that stuff. The, the trading cables... They showed uh, how you used to be able to plug up to these old-looking cell phones to trade your Pokemons. It was awful. Skip that part.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they talked about that. And then next, we have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So this is obviously a remake of Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl, seeing as they follow this... Um,
0: and they have this- adjectives
1: now. Yes, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, kind of like how there was what uh, uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, or Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, something like that. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, so they make they make new games, and then they make they redo old games. That's just kind of their thing now. Uh, so now they're in the Sinno region <laughs> uh, for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl again. Now what? caught me off guard was you know I was watching the um, Pokemon battles and they look a lot like they do in Pokemon Sword and Shield now but the overworld where you're walking around in it um, it looked more like the old version just what it would look like on a switch so it turns out that Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are not being developed by Game Freak what? And they're actually being developed by a company called Ilka, which has also worked on the Pokemon Home software. Um, so, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first mainline Pokemon game that's not being made by Game Freak. Um,
0: Interesting. Now,
1: Game Freak's Junichi Masuda, uh, who directed the original games, will serve as the director for the remakes as well. But, all production... Uh, development is being uh, is done by this company ilka so i mean you've still got you know game freaks uh, director in there but it's going to be developed outside i'm super excited because of the way that it looks um i'm gonna get it i'm gonna play it and i'm probably gonna have more fun in it than i did sword and shield <laughs>
0: Now, there, there's more. There's more now, isn't there? There's, there's more Sinnoh. Another game. Now, so. I, I do want to, after you talk about this, I want to ask you a question if one of our uh, friends of the show are possibly prophets.
1: But go ahead. Tell us about this. So, uh, this is a game called Pokemon Legends Arceus. So, this also takes place in the Sinnoh region, like. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, but this is this takes place in the past when Sinnoh was just a blossoming village at the time. Uh, I, I put this paragraph in here about what they said, but I'm gonna skip all that and just tell you what I saw. Uh, you roam around the world, you see all the. It, it's 3D, it's third person, 3D movement. Think Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon. So, you're running around third person. You have uh, just wide open
0: fields where you can see all that's these Pokemon and just start hucking Pokeballs at them. That's what I want. That's what I've wanted. That's what I thought <laughs> Sword and Shield was going to be. You you straight up, I mean, this really is an open world Pokemon game. And like now, say, do you actually collect Pokemon or is it just like... You actually uh, do collect
1: Pokemon because they show oh. in the video, um, he chucks a ball at... Now I forget what Pokemon it was, but um, yeah, I mean he's just just walking around. You know he doesn't have to fight the Pokemon and uh, uh, bring its health down before he could catch it. No, they just throw the Pokeball at it right in the middle of the like like right in the middle of the field and catch the Pokemon. How cool is it? S- now you can still battle because it wouldn't be really a Pokemon game if you couldn't. But yeah, I mean, right. it is an open world Pokemon game where you walk around in these fields and these wide open spaces and you just throw Pokeballs at Pokemon that you see. Now, it has to do with the legendary Pokemon Arceus, which is in the Pokemon world is kind of a, uh, for lack of a better word, a god that people worship in the Pokemon series. Um, but it is an a very powerful pokemon so i bet you have to try and
0: catch it in this game so we had <laughs> uh we had before the direct we had put a call out there asking give us some fake predictions the heckin call podcast actually predicted something fairly close which i'm actually asking them if they are heckin prophets um, <laughs> they they said that the Cino, there would be a Sano remake announcement and by Sino remake they mean some poopy Pokemon spin-off that is not a San remake I kind of think this might fit the criteria but it doesn't seem like it's going to be a bad game I mean there was years. a there was a Cino remake
1: and there was a I'm not gonna say the word but there is a spinoff um now i will tell you right now i wasn't that impressed with the way the game looked Um, right right. the idea of it is awesome and it does say that it is set to release in 2022 so there's still a lot of time uh to uh, i guess polish up the game probably still isn't even ready that's probably just like a very small demo version of it um so hopefully it has a lot more polish than what they showed but the idea of it is amazing yeah and i will be playing all of them
0: this is a message from your friendly neighborhood app store on your cell phones hey do you guys not have phones why aren't you playing our games anymore we thought you loved spending your money on microtransactions and play-to-win models. Don't you want dumbed-down mechanics because you don't want to hold a controller while playing games? What's wrong with you? Why, why won't you scroll through our privacy policy that's longer than a CVS receipt? Why won't you click that agree button anymore? Don't you want to sign in? <coughs> We need your photos for animal We need your face. We need your money. We need your We just. need to track you every second, every day, everywhere. You go forever and ever until the Lord's, Lord's time, time is. Consume our products.
1: Let us consume your mind. Consume. Consume.
0: Consume. 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 Consume.
1: Hey. Um I think the algorithm is uh it showed its true face again. Good old the algorithm. Probably to, they probably need to fix that in the next patch. So anyways, speaking of the question, do you guys have phones? BlizzCon just happened and it pretty much sucked. But
0: there That's were there like were some hard. good things. Most I of mean, it sucked. It was a huge letdown. Uh, but I I didn't even watch it. I did. I sat <laughs> through it. Because I had gotten wind of some uh, interesting news about one of the games that were announced. Now, but,
1: let me just tell you real quick that when you say you caught wind, you mean you caught something, you had caught somebody's broken wind? No, Rowdy. God, I knew you were going <laughs> for that. You had caught when somebody... No, Rowdy! break no
0: so i'm I'm trying to turn it into a fart joke yeah i I get you i got i got the joke it was there it was right there okay so uh, it was it was a silent but deadly joke unfortunately it didn't quite make the mark okay all right now first up diablo 4 they showed a little bit of diablo 4 after they force fed us some diablo immortals news that nobody cared about but Diablo 4, they showed off a new class and some new interesting things about the game. Uh, There is now a rogue class, which the rogue was in the original Diablo. And they, uh, it's, what's interesting is, you know, right now all the Diablo 3 characters or Diablo 2 characters, there's only one way to really play the class, right? You hit things or you have a projectile-based weapon if they allow you to. Usually they don't. Well, this one you can choose whether you want to do arrows or if you want to do what they call Cloak and Dagger style. So you can modify how your characters play, but also where your characters come from is going to affect the gameplay uh, and all these other things. So there's going to be much more choice with how you build characters in this game because beforehand they really don't care. Can I
1: play as a
0: frog? That plays croak and dagger style. I hope so. (laughs) That sounds like a Star Fox game. That's slippy. No! No, Fox! Oh, gosh, Stupid slippy. All right. Let's talk about the good news. Diablo 2 Resurrected is coming out. Now... I'm sure there's somebody that's still playing the original Diablo 2 that's a hardcore purist that is very unhappy with a resurrected version. Now it's not a reimagining, mind you. It's not a reboot. It's just resurrected. It's the same game but it is a little bit prettier. Now what Tell that
1: to the people that had to play the new version of Warhammer
0: Okay, so that is another thing that people are <laughs> concerned about. Like, are we going to have the same problem? No. Uh, so, what they're doing is, the old school Diablo 2 game is actually running underneath all the pretty graphics. So, it's the same exact game that is actually running at 25 frames per second, but all the graphics on top are running at 60. So, Let's say whenever you click to move, it plays exactly the same as if it's a 25 frames per second game. All the calculations, all this other crazy stuff is the same, but it's very, very pretty looking. Now, they uh, they also are going to have, uh, they've remastered all the graphics. They have what they call cross progression, which made everybody super excited at first.
1: What does cross progression mean?
0: Means that you just got to buy four different copies of this stupid game to play with your friends. Okay. So (laughs) I was a little mad about this. I was a little mad about this. Uh, Now the game is only 40 bucks, which makes this pill a little bit easier to swallow. But I have friends that play Diablo three on the PC, on the Xbox and on the Nintendo switch. Well, Diablo 2 is going to have eight-person multiplayer, which sounds amazing. But they didn't... You notice that word is cross-progression. It's not cross-play. You know why it's not cross-play? Why is that? Because it's not planned yet. Or it... It's probably not planned at all, but I think a lot of people are, have been asking them over and over if it's crossplay. So what they want you to do is buy a copy so you can play with your friends on PC, play with your friends on Xbox, play with your friends on the Switch, play with your friends on the PlayStation, um, I guess play with your friends on the PS Vita. I don't know what else you're going to play this on, but... The Samsung Smart Fridge. Yeah, the Samsung Smart Fridge. And... They want you to basically log in whenever you play with that other friend on that other game you had to buy. So you could potentially spend $160 to play with all your friends. Isn't that a very Activision Blizzard um, way of doing things? Yeah. 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 So I'm going to read what they say. Now, I am unhappy with that part, but at the same time... I sadly could, like, see myself getting enough playtime out of the Xbox and Switch version to own both for the price. And that makes me sad. (laughs) So here's the thing. This is what they have written on their website. The Lord of Destruction Returns. Diablo II Resurrected includes all content from both Diablo II and its epic expansion, Diablo II Lord of Destruction. Battle your way through its icy cavern, horrific tombs filled with undead abominations, and frozen wastelands to the frigid summit of Mount Ariat and stop Baal, the Lord of Destruction. Raise hell with two Lords of Destruction playable classes. The cunning assassin, master of traps and shadow disciples. And the savage druid, a bold shapeshifter and summoner who commands primal elemental magic and likes long walks on the beach. Wait, no, that last part wasn't in there. But D- anyway, so that that's, the, that's what they're saying for the game. But it looks cool. Now, the rest of the thing you didn't need to watch. Like, there is no, no reason to watch BlizzCon for... Overwatch News, or any of those other games. Actually,
1: I have to stop you there, because I just remembered something that was announced during BlizzCon that I think is way cooler than anything else that got put on there, and that is that you can now play rock and roll racing on the Switch.
0: That That is the other thing I did forget to mention. So, they have an arcade version thing for 20 bucks that has old games. Blackthorn,
1: Rock and Roll Racing, and... The Lost Vikings. Something that had to do... Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Rock and OG Roll Racing. Valhalla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rock and Roll Racing. was cool. I cannot tell you how much time I wasted as a child. <laughs> and the music... Oh my God! The music—it was rock and roll.
0: All right. Well. <laughs> oh man! So we're we're actually getting close to being finished with the uh, news before we get the Game Pass section. Uh, so we are. So we we were calling this a segment, but honestly, I think we have to make an entire department for cyberpunk complaints. Uh, so. We have a sponsor, but wait, wait a second. We don't have a sponsor. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Here we go again. International news flash, flash, flash. So we just heard some news that is actually cyberpunk related. Strangely. Um, the Polish parliament has banned sales of watchdogs games because of recent hacking attempts on CD project red, which is a Polish company. Now it's an attempt to make hackers. They say, uh, hopefully I have the translations on this, right? Seem less leet, L three, three T. Uh, L33T, uh so it's strangely written I think there might be some translation error but we tried to reach out to the notorious <laughs> hacking group anonymous for their comment but unfortunately they didn't leave any contact information
1: Well wow, you wow, know wow. because
0: they're anonymous and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, the, no I rowdy it. it's a it's a lame joke it's that's that's what we're saying right Oh, man. Okay, so there is actually some cyberpunk news, and this is the cyberpunk complaints department. Uh, Please take a number, and today's going to have complaint 1.2 is the number that's coming up uh, because they were going to deliver patch 1.2, but unfortunately, hackers have ruined the day once again because they are terrible people. So, uh, and this is a complaint about, not so much about cyberpunk really as it is hackers. Uh, So they released on their Twitter while we dearly wanted to deliver patch 1.2 for cyberpunk 2077 in the time span we detailed previously, because just so you know, they were going to release in March, right? The recent cyber attack on the studio's IT infrastructure and extensive scope of the update mean this unfortunately will not happen. We are going to need some additional time. Now, If you don't know what's going on, hackers broke in and they have auctioned off the game's code. They have auctioned off all sorts of uh, different important documents. And they've actually locked them out of their VPNs to work on this game because they've been working on it remotely. Uh... So so next up in their tweet, they say, Our goal for patch 1.2 goes beyond any of our previous updates. We've been working on numerous overall quality improvements and fixes. And we still have work to do to make sure that's what you get. With that in mind, we're now aiming for release in the second half of March. So, it's really not too bad. Let's push back a little bit. So, it's not the news we enjoy sharing, but we want to make sure we launch this update properly. Stay tuned for more information as the time draws closer. Thank you for your continued patience nobody's got patience anymore for this game and support not many people are supporting it either but i can't i feel bad it. for them you can't play. oh they took it off the playstation store didn't they
1: yeah man and i only buy games digital now
0: i have it i've been waiting for a good patch but honestly i am just gonna play it whenever it gets the next gen update um, yeah so many games are getting these next gen updates because 2020 is the year of next gen updates Um, yeah there's no point until then so all right so that's all i got on that hey let's talk about game pass and playstation plus so this will be quick easy not very much to it and then we are going to jump over to the bonus points section but they have a whole bunch of games that release hey rowdy guess what? up they release the best game ever on Game Pass. I'm looking at these games, and
1: I have no idea which one you're about to say.
0: Uh, the game that I talk about way too much in the past, and I really, really enjoyed. Oh. It, I probably played about four or five times. Pillars of Attorney 2: Dead Fire <laughs> Ultimate Edition.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I I for I some reason I that. looked at that and thought <laughs> it thought it said Dread Fire yeah for some people it's dreadfire
1: but i was like i wonder if travis is going to play that game just because it sounds like dead fire no it, it was dead fire. <laughs> no, it's never dead Fire. no I actually
0: actually the um <laughs> i will say this if you have a regular xbox one stay far far away from it unless you have a solid state drive even then it's the loading times are much better on the series consoles um It's a great game. Go play it. I've talked about it in the past. Maybe I'll have to do a little side quest where I just say, hey, guys, let me sit down and talk with you about the glorious Deadfire. But other than that, they have a game called Elite Dangerous, which is a space uh, MMORPG. (laughs) Uh, If you like those, it's there. Killer Queen Black, which uh, did you ever play Killer Queen Black? Uh, Yes, yes. We might have played this together. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think we have. But you in you are a a queen insect thing. It's a it's an arcade game. It's really fun. If you have friends, play it. It's a good time. Uh, next one, Wreckfest. To give you an idea of what Wreckfest is, it, it basically is what its name says. You start the game on a lawnmower, and your okay. goal is to knock over thirty people. With said lawnmower, who are also riding on lawnmowers, it is pretty much what happens out here in Southeast Texas, starting in March, um, when you gotcha. have to mow. Yeah, uh, but also after that, you actually get real cars, and you have a fest where you wreck. So make, it's a it's an sense. arcade racing game, and you it's all about that. It's okay. Uh, I speaking, really I really appreciate it when they name a game and you know exactly what you're going to do in that game. Yeah. Just by hearing the name. It's, it's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, next one is <laughs> dirt five, another arcade racing game. This one is a next gen game. Well, it's a cross gen game. We'll only play this a little bit. It's good. Uh, a lot of people on the Xbox Reddit are super hardcore Microsoft elitist and are like, well, for the horizon four is so much better. Than this, so you're gonna see that a lot, but it's a good game, it's fun, it's more arcade based, and there's a lot of dirt. Uh, (laughs) next up, super hot mind control delete is coming out to PC, and Code Vane, which is anime Dark Souls. Code Vane,
1: uh, actually looks like a fairly decent game. Uh, Bandai Namco is actually pretty good at making uh action RPGs, Mm -hmm. uh, so imagine. Anime, vampire, RPG, action RPG. That's what Code Vein is.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, a sneaky Game Pass release. Uh, EA Play. So it's technically Game Pass, but it's EA Play. And I mistyped it, so I'm going to say it exactly the way I typed it. Star Wars Squadons is coming to <laughs> EA Play. Squadrons. Yeah. They, I, they put a free play day a couple of weeks ago and put it on sale and now it's on EA Play cuz it's apparently not doing so hot but
1: it was it, it was already a $40 game i think yeah
0: it's okay i played a little bit of it and i was just like okay now here comes the fun part games with gold is a dumpster fire this month dude um, dude <laughs> but no, there's one game that looks amazing
1: Let me tell you, that second game is amazing. (laughs) So, we're going to get to the second game in a
0: second. Oh, you have? Awesome. Yes. Okay, so the first one is Warface Breakout Gold Sun, which I thought Warface was free anyway. Um, I thought it was, too. It's like, I guess, a fancy version of generic Call of Duty. A fancy version of generic Call of Duty. Got it. Okay, I just said the,
1: "colic duty."
0: The, yeah, "colic duty." <laughs> uh, that's a Freudian slip, I think. Uh, next one, "Vala." What does "Vala" stand for, Rowdy? Vicious attack llama apocalypse. Amazing,
1: dude! This is a twin stick shooter. Okay, um, you 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 have these little like mech robot things that you're in, and you pick up like little uh, 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 power ups. And it's twin stick. You point, you shoot at all of these vicious llamas that are trying to attack you. Uh, The opening of this game is side-splittingly funny.
0: (laughs) It It looks
1: good. It looks fun. Dude, it is genius. There is nothing to it. You already know how to play this game. It's a twin stick shooter. Go out there and you shoot these
0: vicious llamas that are trying to kill everybody. Now, I've recently watched a Llama <laughs> movie. What was that movie called, Robin? Llama Geddon. Um, wow. Llama, okay. look it up. All, if you have Amazon Prime, Rowdy, you ha, you in April had to watch Llama Geddon this weekend. Llama And report back to me. So it is actually a popular, it's a famous movie for being the most expensive thing most expensive movie on amazon now it's it's on amazon prime right but it is atrocious just watch it just if you have to fast forward to all the uh the the bad parts where the llamas kill people but it is ridiculous i think it would pair well like a nice chianti with a vicious attack oh Fava beans. Fava beans. Uh, Next up, Metal Slug Three from the Xbox 360 is coming to uh, Games with Gold and Port Royale Three, whatever that is. So, pirate game. It's a pirate game. All right, Rowdy, tell us what's in PlayStation Plus for March. All right, I really only know two of these.
1: Okay. Uh, so I'll start with those. Uh Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to uh PlayStation Plus. Good stuff. So if you if you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, uh get it. <laughs> the only other one I know is Remnant from the Ashes. It is kind of a um a third person shooter It's been melee on Game Pass for a melee multiplayer Dark Souls. Got it. I don't know. What, it.
0: I don't know what these other two things are.
1: So Farpoint, uh, I want to say, is like a sci-fi shooter, but it's an actually a PSVR game.
0: Gotcha. And
1: gotcha. Maquette is apparently a new PS5 game.
0: Uh, never even heard of it till just now. So go find that out for yourself because we're not telling you. <laughs> All right, because we don't know. Yeah. All right guys, so next up, we have bonus points where we asked after Rowdy had a intense amount of frustration. What can we do to change the Nintendo Switch eShop? So frustrating.
1: Before we finish up with bonnet Points, you know, seeing as we uh, kind of started it at the beginning of the show, now we're getting to the end of it. Right. Uh, if you like what we're doing, drop on by our Twitter at LamerGamersCast and give us a follow. That way you can keep up with us lamers because there's always something going on. Like, you know, hurricanes, a tropical storm... Another hurricane, snakes crawling in Travis's dishwasher, random petrochemical exploding, uh, petrochemical plants exploding near my house, and we can now add freak blizzards,
0: freak Texas
1: Icepocalypse apocalypse is
0: now on the list.
1: Yes, so yep. <laughs> follow us there, and you can join in on the fun replying to bonus points topics that we post up on our Twitter. So, so what's uh, the bonus points rowdy uh, so this week is um how can I put this nicely uh, why is the eShop crap
0: <laughs> that's not what we put on Twitter we all right put, all right how would you change the Nintendo eShop now I, I had to rowdy sent me a very unhappy text message and there I was were, like rowdy I don't think that's gonna work <laughs> there were curse words and <laughs> Yeah. So, we have to help a toaster console out, and try. So, what 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 would you do? Because you tell me what frustrated you first, and how do you fix it? So, every Tuesday and Friday, I hop
1: on the eShop, see what's come out, anything new, anything that I think would be good, and um, there's. A lot of awful games on there. I mean, just... It just seems like shovelware nonsense gets put on there. I mean, I found videos of people putting together games that have shown up on the eShop side-by-side that are literally the exact same games with color swap palettes because they bought the... Um, what is it? They bought the assets on some website And then basically just put the games up. And they're awful. They're all these terrible shovelware games. But in between all those shovelware games are decent games. Um, So today I got on there. And one thing they have started doing is that the bigger games are placed at the beginning. So you'll have all of these turds of games, basically, <laughs> um, will be listed last in the lineup. But you can't tell by date when they were released unless you click on them. So what I am proposing is you have dates that things were, re- were released. So you'll have a section. Uh, so today we're recording this on Friday, February 26th the day that Bravely Default 2 came came out. Which, by the way, great game so far. Love it. Oh, yeah, we forgot um, to talk about that. But, but Bravely Default 2 is listed as the very first game. And then everything behind it that came out is after it. But then there's also the games that came out on Tuesday of this week. So why can't they just say, hey, February 26, this is what came out. And then the next date that stuff came out, they have that. Now, also make it to where you can, you know, search by AAA, uh, indie, uh, things like that. Now, you can search by um, production company and developer and stuff, but you actually have to find a game made by that company, then scroll up to the top, click it. It's just very confusing. Um, Now, there's also the featured section but the featured section also doesn't have the bigger games that it's just a mess. There needs to be more categories that you could search by. There needs to be, I mean, not search by, but uh, uh, categories that you could browse by Um, it. it, To me, the best digital game store was the PlayStation three store when it first came out. So they did revamp it later on in the PlayStation 3's life cycle. And it, Wasn't as good to me after that. But, um, I mean, it was split into, you know, dates and categories. And it was very easy to find games that you were looking for. Um, Nintendo has not made it easy. So that's just my two cents. We need more categories. We need easier ways to search. And uh, stop mixing in all the...
0: what is Whatever happened to the Nintendo (laughs) seal of approval? Right? Or the, when did the Nintendo still of qual? I I think originally, I think, in originally, I think it originally it was just the game wouldn't catch your system on fire. But nowadays, I mean, you have games like the Cooking Mama. <laughs> that oh my god! Literally started overheating some switches, which honestly wasn't supposed to be released, and that was a whole mess. You can listen to our Cooking Mama conspiracy episode forever ago. But good lord, yeah. So, you know what What I would do? What's that? I just want reviews, man. I want to know when Happy Punch Punch Dumpster Bucket uh, Terror Game 3 Million Alpha Turbo Edition 3, that's 99 cents, is a good or bad game. I want to play that game. (laughs) I do too, man. (laughs) Just for the name. But uh so that's really i don't have a whole lot of uh to say in here so we do have a friend of the show from more than a podcast that's m-o-o-r-e uh that has left us a video i'm sorry an audio clip about what he would do to enhance the e-shop hey lamer gamer crew This is James, host of More Than A Podcast, and I'm here to answer your bonus point question. Question at hand is, how would I change the Nintendo eShop? To be honest, I wouldn't change a thing. Well, if I had to implement one change, I would just put the jingle from the Nintendo Wii uh, onto the Nintendo Switch, because that would just be awesome. I really do enjoy uh, how that jingle went, Uh, and it used to impulse me to buy games whenever I heard it. Uh, again, this is James from More Than a Podcast. You guys can catch me every Saturday on Spotify and iTunes. So I, I kind of agree with him. I miss the happy little jingle on the yeah. eShops.
1: I have to agree as well, man. I, uh, that
0: that music. It was a good oh, time. Just... Man, I, I it got the nostalgia just going through my brain. It's a good time. Man, I want to make want to make a remix of that song now. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to move on to the Lamers on Twitter. So, uh, do you want to go ahead and start up with good old Texas Blues? Yeah, Texas Blues
1: at Texas Blues YT states uh, don't have a current Nintendo device, so I don't know. Do they still have the thing from Wii eShop with Mario hitting the block and getting coins from it? If not, they should put that there.
0: They do not have it because you, that would be awesome. You hear that, Miyamoto? Get on it. All right. Next up, Japan Lover79 at Japan Lover79 on Twitter says last time I used the eShop wishlist feature, it somehow got skimpy game, got a skimpy game about panties on my wish list, which I didn't even click on. <laughs> What? So a better okay. wish list
1: system, please. So here's the thing. I will tell you exactly how this happened. There is a game. Let's say, I don't know. It's a puzzle game. It was cheap. You're like, hey, you know what? I'd consider getting this game, but uh, I don't want to play 10 bucks for it. When it goes into $2, I'll get it. You put it on your wish list. What you didn't do is you didn't watch the video you didn't scroll through the pictures because I cannot tell you me and my wife will sit there every once in a while and we'll go through some of this garbage that's on there just to see how many games look like games for children or
0: nice little puzzle games that are actually doo-doo panty games. (laughs) I don't, I don't even want to delve into what those really are. But
1: look, man, th- there was this one. It was it was a, a brick breaking like puzzle game. And as you broke the bricks, as you matched stuff, it started unlocking
0: uh, uh, pictures of scantily clad anime waifus. That sounds like a 99 cent game on the eShop. All right. You want to hit yeah. up at uh, the underscore Goomba on Twitter? Dude,
1: Tony Coffee, man. I love his Twitter. So at the Goomba says, simply one, but add music. Prefer- preferably the WeShop Shop Channel music. Great minds what can we say, think man? alike. That, I, I, I bet a lot of people are going to say that on here, man. Uh, hey,
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I think uh, more than a podcast had his uh, uh, hand on the pulse right there. <clears throat> All right. Hour A Day Gamer, uh, which is Our A Day Gamer on Twitter, and he has Twitch streaming, says... I honestly don't hardly ever use it, but the one thing I don't understand is why the NES and SNES collection is limited. Three decade-old games, and they still want to make money on them. Lol. Now, I- All right, so I, I, I know why it's
1: like this. Um, if you look into licensing agreements and how ridiculous they are, that's why you don't have a service where you could just play any NES or SNES game. Now, why they don't have every single Nintendo developed and produced one on there, I don't know, because they have all of the
0: rights to that. Oh yeah, I mean But I hope they at least bring back the oh. eShop, but I really want a Game Pass style experience. But with just the old games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. All right, Rowdy. I mean, <laughs> you're you're gonna have to read this one. All right. <laughs>
1: WT Famicom. What the Famicom states. is this answer? <laughs> Every time you make a purchase, you hear the Waluigi
0: mold. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> So Japan lover seventy nine replies. They're saving that for the year of Waluigi. Uh, I had a glorious wow. gif for you, Rowdy. I think this one was appropriate. <laughs> uh, Here's my, Waluigi. That that one was. Oh, what the Famicom! I love wow. that. What the Famicom has a podcast? Uh, has a good podcast out there. Go check them out. I think they just got to their. Uh, they're about to hit their seven thousandth listen. So if you if you want to help them out, I think they were need some more people over there. All right, let me go ahead and get to the next one. Uh this was a pretty popular one. We normally put this out like the day before. Um, but man, it did not take long to the answers. All right, drink a beer and play a game. Podcast says The eShop is a lost cause. Just give me folders for my library. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, New Dad Gaming Podcast states, eShop is fine, in my opinion. Get that off the screen. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> eShop is fine, in my opinion. It lags, so I'd change that. But as for, as for
0: content, they need to figure out the shovelware.
1: Yes. Mm.
0: Which, drink a beer and play a game replies, I meant it was a lost cause because of all their Garbo games. <laughs> <laughs> New, ga- New Dad Gaming? Well... I'm with you there. Uh, Will and Drew's Gaming Retrospective Podcast replied, I would also appreciate not having to retype my password each time I try to make a purchase. There's a happy medium between security and annoyance, and they have not found it yet. You going to get their reply, Uh, PlayStation player?
1: (laughs) It's still not as bad as the PlayStation store.
0: Is this true?
1: with security so, no like i mean i don't ever have to put mine in okay but i use i use paypal for everything so i don't know if there's a difference there because mm-hmm. like i have my paypal in on playstation i have my paypal in on nintendo and i had my paypal in on xbox as well and i just saved my paypal um password in there and it was fine i oh. never have to put in passwords all
0: right and i'm trying put to it, see if that put it, is everything. put, it, put it in your paypal there we go. do that <laughs> hey maybe that'll help now i will say the xbox one is i, I told you all about the time that i dropped my controller and accidentally bought dragon ball freaking z um <laughs> yeah there there's <laughs> if you do it just right you could basically trip on your controller and buy a bunch of games all right I sneezed on the controller and bought anime anthem never mind yeah all right NOLA <laughs> nerdcast it's at NOLA nerdcast uh, they do a podcast out of uh, New Orleans I believe um, it says better ways to sort the games it's hard to find new so- stuff sometimes unless you know what to search for yes exactly yeah it's amazing how <laughs> dumb search engines can be some days Yes, god. I could type it in exactly <laughs> and sometimes it's like, "Oh, did you mean that?" Right, yeah. Yeah. All right, you want to get Paranoid Android at Voxel Hero on Twitter. Yeah, Paranoid Android
1: states better discoverability, a rental system seriously would be cool if platform holders embrace that.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Rental or maybe systems.
1: even like a a a a, a demo like well, I mean, I know they have demos, but like They should be able to have more games where it's like, hey, you get the first three hours of the game, but after
0: that, you got to pay. Yeah, maybe they can make you wait in a line and bring a plastic case that's empty up to somebody. And then if you don't return it, you had to pay like $3 a day.
1: And you have to have a blockbuster card.
0: Yeah. All right, next one. (laughs) <laughs> the sick boy lounge on twitter at s1ckboy21 says subcategories they can help filter selections more to what the customer is looking for if i want horror fps i have to sift through the entirety of the action category and hope i can find something that will appeal to me yes uh, I yeah. mean I, I feel the pain and by the way sick boy is uh at dead boy lounge podcasts so all right you want to get the Lamp Post Gaming. Lamp Post Gaming,
1: at the Lamp Post 2, states, Honestly, out of all the console eShops, I like Nintendo's the best. It doesn't lag much, has the has the information I need, demos, plus videos and snaps. They also have the gold coins for every purchase of games, so that's a big plus for me. Yeah, dude, the gold points, uh, prior to the... Uh, current pandemic that we are in uh we were going to start a program or or i possibly do videos of where we spent our gold coins on garbo games
0: yeah i remember that back when we could hang out (laughs) in the same room and uh
1: yeah we we did that one day we tried to see i want to say i got I think you got like Dude, seven games
0: was, for like a couple bucks it was like ridiculous. yeah it
1: was like six seven games for like four dollars man um and we probably played for a good two hours
0: of these games and they were all doo-doo games well one was but like a an amiga 2600 is that even a console <laughs> atari 2600 uh or yeah. <laughs> ColecoVision remake Of a game that was like some weird ninja game that was terrible. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. All right. Jeffrey Morse at the Jeffrey Morse says music. This is, this has been a popular one. Remember how good the Wii and Wii U shop music was, which grief burrito at grief burrito podcast seconded this. There there's a lot of eyes. They need some sweet, (laughs) smooth jazz. All right, no, I'm. man, what we need is
1: the, the Wii Shop music, but a trap remix.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right, you want to get the last one by Grief Burrito on Twitter?
1: Yeah, Grief Burrito says, "Uh, make it good, but no,
0: really. Should be able to return games. Yeah. All right, so that <laughs> is it on Twitter, as far as I can tell. Um, if you came in later than... 8 26 p.m. in central time unfortunately on friday uh we couldn't get it in i will try to make sure that we uh retweet it or something like that for you all right guys so we are going to move on to the discord lamers uh if this stream works well uh so this is actually on our word document rowdy but i'm going to stream it so first yeah, i got it first up is fried shoes from the gw discord he says Remove all the developers that complain they're not making as much money at Shovel Knight as Shovel Knight. You know why Shovel Knight makes money? Why is that? Because it's a good freaking game. I've heard that. (laughs) I've heard these things. It is... Oh, dude, that game is
1: sheer perfection. And they supported it for so long and you got
0: so many add-ons. Go play Shovel Knight. (laughs) All right. You want to get Tyson, who is at the total set? Um, Yeah. He uh, recorded one last week, but this week he said, just let us, just go after it. (laughs) (laughs) Tyson said, I would make it smooth. smooth.
1: Sick of how choppy it is. Makes scrolling through it disorienting. It needs to be cleaned up and maybe compressed a bit. Smaller images and such so that everything loads faster and moves smoother. Also many more tags in the database so you could jump around uh, now easily it should be like a wiki page like i open up a page for a game and some uh, and somewhere in there is the names of the top build voice actors i should be able to click on the name and see every other instance of the names for different games that would be awesome um it like he was saying about how choppy it is like when i'm trying to scroll through the Mm -hmm. cell games Oh, yeah. And, you know, you scroll through, like, the first 12, and then it stops, and it has to load. Um, and then, like I was saying earlier about how there needs to be more tags, yeah, if you make it a full-on wiki system, like he was saying, like, uh, with the voice actors, like, when you pull up IMDb, you can look up a movie, say, hey, I like that actor, or I like that voice actor. You can click on them. You could pull up everything they've been in. That would be legit,
0: that would be. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, I thought his ideas were really good. I was like, man, why aren't you recording this? <laughs> no, he, 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 he wins so far.
1: I know we don't have winners, but he wins.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, I got a tag from uh, GW, like, just now. Uh, the Amazing LSB. So Lightsaber Blues. You can find his stuff on YouTube. Uh, he does a lot of playthroughs and stuff, especially VR games. He says he actually loves the way the eShop is. Uh, and he really enjoys how he gains points towards his next purchase. Uh, that's the one thing that makes it special uh, when compared to a competition. Plus, he buys like 99.8% of his digital anyway. So, Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. And then we have one more from our buddy Palf at the Texas Discord. Oh, we have an extra one, too, that just got added. But do you want to get Palf real quick? Yeah. Palf says... Lower the prices. <laughs> I, I replied that the <laughs> Nintendo tax is real. Uh, very yeah, much true. Um,
1: there, there really are some games on there that are overpriced. Some of these shovelware turds of games.
0: So we just had a t- uh, trip at the Texas uh, Discord says, don't charge full price for 20-year-old games. I, I think the uh, thought process is there <laughs> in that Discord. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rowdy, guess what? What's up? I, I, I think I think that's the end of the show. It looks like it, man. Oh, man, we're under two hours at least on our thing right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Who knows after we'll, everything's we'll, added in? Yeah, we'll see once the edit goes through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I, I know we didn't get to the games we play. I guess we'll make sure we do that next time. Cause uh games we played. Animal Crossing, make sure you get that update.
1: Bravely Default 2. It's an absolutely amazing game. If you liked the first Bravely Default or Bravely
0: Second, you're gonna love Bravely Default 2. Uh that's about it. Uh let's see. Also I did mention to Rowdy that I've been playing the Yakuza game and I, I'm just gonna read my text to you because I think it perfectly encompasses what I'm thinking. Um uh, I'm reading things about your food arriving that I got late, but... uh, (laughs) Well, I thought I was going to read it. Basically, I'm having a love-hate relationship with Yakuza like a dragon. Okay, so I started getting involved with this game, and we were having a complicated relationship. I think I like the game, but I've had a hard time dealing with commitment. Right now, things are looking good because Yakuza (laughs) is finally... Stop talking all the dang time and became a game again. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's
1: I think that's about that's it infinite. for games that we played.
0: All right, guys, we will be back uh, in two weeks. Maybe there will be a special side quest before then. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, thank y'all for listening to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on wherever the heck you're at. It's definitely not iHeartRadio. And uh, I do hope Ugh. to kind of want to take these commercials and pop them on lamer gamer bites haven't messed with that lately but hey thank y'all for listening we've had a big uh, influx of listeners lately uh i gotta say though texas you better step up your game you better get right? out in there and start listening because california snuck up while it was cold california got back to first place yeah, nobody had power, so they couldn't listen to podcasts. Yeah. Like, seriously, within <laughs> that week, Texas had edged out California on our downloads. And <sighs> sorry, Texas. We we were there with you, though. So hopefully you are doing okay. Hopefully you didn't have your pipes bust. If they did, hopefully you got them fixed up and things are going well again. Um, but, yeah. All right, guys, we will be back next week. Rowdy, you got anything else? No, that's it. Oh, no. Play play bravely default too. It's good. All right. That's it. Y'all have a good one.